If you blink now, forever hold your dying wish When you set your goal, don't give up on it Remind yourself every morning, noon and night I was born for this, and it's worth the fight Oh boy, guys It's ADHD time You know, this week's episode is gonna be amazing If laughter is your medicine, this is the one you know, we're talking about ADHD, uh, social anxiety, amongst many, many other things. Addictions, mental health, and just having lots of great laughs. This guest here, Ellison Dawes, is also the host of the podcast, Blue is Beautiful. You won't want to miss this one. You know, I create this, created this platform, everyone, for you all to have a place to share your story of experience, strength, hope. You know, we talk about mental health, addictions. Let's break into this one, guys. It's a banger. Life has so much color. When you see it, you won't believe it. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, From the Depths of Darkness to the Light of Success. I am your host, Chris Swick. You know, this podcast is all about telling people stories. At the end of the day, I believe everyone's story is valuable. And you can find this show over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, wherever the hell you listen to your episodes or podcasts, you know, you'll find me there. But with no further ado, let's bring on Ellison Daz, all the way from the Stratford, Tavistock area of Ontario. And, you know, she can tell us a little bit about her and her 12 ducks. <laughs> wow, that's a really great intro. Her and her 12 ducks. Thanks for having me today. I'm like really nervous. No problem. <laughs> Hopefully your, listener, your <laughs> listeners don't mind a ton of giggling. I hope I don't blow the mic out while doing so as well. But yeah, thank you so much for having me on today. <laughs> no problem. We'll want to let them know a little bit about yourself and what you're all about, you know. Well, one thing, guys, just want you to know, Allison and I both, well, we don't, I don't want to say suffer, but we both live on a day to day with ADHD. And if anyone doesn't know what that's like, well... It's like fucking running around with hamsters in my head some days. That's so. a really great great way of putting it. It is like hamsters, and they all have their own ideas too, and they're never on the same page, right? <laughs> That's exactly no, what it's they're like. No, like there's a different wheel for each oh one of them. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. They all have their own wheels. Um, yeah, so uh, my name is Allison Daz. I am a fellow ADHDer. Um, I recently branched out into the world of music and hip-hop specifically, I do uh, improvised and stand-up comedy and uh, visual art as well. And she also has her own podcast that she oh, didn't yeah. want to mention there. <laughs> I also have a podcast. <laughs> I got a lot of shit on the go all the time. What, what's your show all Mine about, Mine is uh, mental health related. I uh, have guests come on and talk about, uh, it's similar to yours too, you know, about dark, dark times that people have gone through and how they got through them and, um, you know, how they managed to continue to be a light, although having suffered or still do suffer to a certain degree with um, different variations of mental health. And uh, it's quite a time. And we laugh, you know, throughout our story sharing, which I think is important, you know. What brought on you wanting to start a mental health podcast or based around the mental health genre and stuff like that yourself? Do you Have you suffered from it? along with your ADHD through your yeah, times? Yeah, uh, I feel like my whole life was kind of like a shit show. Um, 
because I was uh, suffering, but I didn't know or understand what was going on. So I had, um, I am finally diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and ADHD. After figuring it out, it was kind of liberating because it's like, okay, now I understand what's, uh, what's going on in, in my, in my head, why I behave the way I behave, why I think the things I think. And once I got my, the therapy that I needed, I was like, holy shit, you know, um, people, everybody needs this, I think, or would benefit in, uh, from some, some form of it. And, um, I gotta, I like to think that I have a great sense of humor that I maintain throughout it all. And, uh, you know, smiling is contagious. So if you can talk about the shittiest of the shit and laugh through it, then, you know, that's a form of healing. And when did you get diagnosed with um, what you were just talking about there? When did you get diagnosed with that? And how did that make you feel when you were diagnosed with that? Yeah, that's a great question. I got diagnosed, um, I think maybe a year ago, and it felt great. (laughs) You know, it kind of like reconfirmed, like it confirmed to me that it made sense. I guess everything kind of made sense after that. And uh, I felt like I could operate. You know, I got the tools I needed and it felt great. I loved it. <laughs> I loved therapy. I still love therapy. And I loved getting the diagnosis. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. <laughs> and, and what's it? No, for sure. And it's nice to get those diagnoses and stuff earlier on that better than, you know, so you can catch things and go to therapy. You know, you, are you, you said you're still going to therapy yeah, to this well, day? Yeah, currently took a break because I had moved from, I was in Vancouver for three and a half years. So I had an amazing psychologist out there. Um, they have this thing, even with like the COVID and the online stuff, that they can't practice um, outside of their province. So I can't even see the same one. So once I had moved back here um, in October, um, I've been kind of um, throughout the move and the docs and the music, I have not found a new one. So I'm right now on the Google machine looking. So if you know anybody that wants to take oh, me I can on, give you an awesome <laughs> I was, one. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you know I anybody. I can give you an awesome one, actually. My therapist, my therapist is amazing down in Guelph here and she does through on on Zoom and everything. Like I got to give a huge shout out. I don't care to Jackie LeBeau, okay. but she, uh, she is an amazing therapist, you know, and has helped me through a lot of things and peeling back the layers myself. So okay, I will yeah. even send you her contact information. I would love that. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. <laughs> no problem. Let's dig into a little bit like what's it like for you living with ADHD, you know? When were you diagnosed like clinically, I guess, whatever the hell you want to um, call it? I was diagnosed around the same time because um, when I had originally, so about a year ago, I originally went in for, uh, for anxiety because um, I catastrophized like everything like I would be sitting watching a movie with my boyfriend at the time and then I would just like start hypothesizing and playing scenes about like people breaking into the house and I would start planning my escape like just while we're like watching Shrek you know (laughs) so like this is fucked up like I don't think this shit is normal so um I went to therapy for that originally and then um once I kind of got um you know my head around it and started figuring that out and the hashing at the anxiety aspect of it um there's still, there was still a lot of weird shit going on. Like, um, I I couldn't read, uh, really well. Um, or wouldn't remember what I would read. I would leave like, and still do leave little disasters in like every room I go into. Um, I lose everything. Um, generally late for most things. And it's a lot of the like common, like day-to-day things. People like, oh yeah, like I, you know, that happens to me. But, um, it like, 
is life crippling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Simple things, but yeah. And the thoughts never stop bouncing. Oh my God. That's what it is the worst part. Bouncing. All the ideas, all the things that I want to do. And I don't know, it's like distractions all the time. Yeah, no, I have like racing thoughts. Um, this, the thoughts are so scattered with me as well. I, just craziness. Like, but now that I'm getting on these new, this new medication I started in the last couple of months called FullQuest. Oh, it's been a world of a difference because it's a 12 hour release as opposed to an eight hour yeah, release. So. Um, I, that's what I got too. Um, we're on the, we're on the same one. Cheers. <laughs> um, I love them. I love them, but I, it, what I don't like about them, I haven't been on any other, any other kinds, but if I forget to take it in the morning, um, like I'm, I'm fucked because you can't take it later in the day. Cause then you'll be up cause it's 12 hours. So my thing is like, I really gotta <laughs> ironically remember like to take my ADHD medication. And if I don't remember, then like, I can't take it later in the day. That's the only thing I don't like about them. But other than that, it's nice to be able to read. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's definitely a uh, longer lasting, like for myself, like I'm, re- I'm a recovering addict. So like between taking, m- like before it was Concerta and a methylphenidate, an eight hour release, plus doing cocaine all day long. So I'd be up for days upon days. I mean, it was just absolutely insane. But now that I'm on a good regiment and good schedule, you know, clean and sober, it's just been a world of a difference taking my medication on time every day. Like I get up and it's like clockwork now every day at like 630 in the morning, take that medication. Yeah, that's amazing. And I focus at work and it's just been a world of a difference. It is a world of a difference, right? Like um, I didn't know that about you either, about the um, your coke addiction. Good for you. That's an unreal <laughs> that you're sober now. Congrats. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, it was a a long time coming, but it's it's been a good good. Well, it hasn't been a good last couple of years, but you know, coming up on two years clean and sober again, and but it's just now picking through all these little things, the traumas from earlier in my life now, and starting to put the pieces of the puzzle together, which is just awesome. You know, I'm working with an awesome therapist, like I said, working with my doctor to get me on the right prescription and stuff like that. The eight hour release just wasn't working, so you know, go to the full quest. It does. Fuck, it costs a lot of money and my benefits don't cover it, but it's a lot better than spending, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars a month on cocaine or whatever too now. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> totally. I um that's one thing too about the Coke. Um, that came up in my therapy session because when um I we were trying to go through to figure out whether um I had ADHD or if it was just anxiety, because there's so many overlapping symptoms between the two of them. Um one thing I brought up to her, um, she goes, you know, um, tried drinking a lot of coffee because if you're you have ADHD you know stimulants should calm you down and I was like holy shit I don't do drugs and I haven't done drugs for three years now but every time back in my old life when I did do coke I always calmed down every time I was never you know like when you like see in the movies and people are like wired and like you know like uh the teeth are going and all (laughs) all of those things I was just I would just calmed right down every time I did it and I told my therapist that and she's like oh okay well then maybe (laughs) maybe there's something else going on out there and that's kind of how we uh uh led to like oh you know the ADHD is probably kicking up top yeah so that was crazy craziness definitely glad I don't do do uh do the drugs anymore though 
No, that's amazing too. Congratulations to yourself as well. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's just it doesn't doesn't mix well, especially with someone that has ADHD. No, absolutely not. Abs- absolutely not. What do you find um when you are off of your medication that like um you're exceptionally irritable? <laughs> I I do, but I like if I don't take the medication when I'm supposed to or I've missed my day or I've run out and forgot to go get a refill. My partner does realize when I'm been off it, and I can definitely tell a difference. You know, my work ethic and the way I've become at work after changing to this new medication is definitely been a world of a difference. And even my managers can see it at work and stuff like that. It's a whole new Chris in a sense. Yeah, totally. My partner, my boyfriend points that out um, to me as well. Definitely knows the days I don't take it. But the the thing is too that I have a hard time with is that I'm so much funnier when I when I don't take my medication and I feel like I'm way more um like imaginative and and creative when when I'm not on it but then it's also like I like can't read so <laughs> being able to balance that being a creative person and you know whilst managing your life you know is a handful I feel Oh, what is the funniest joke that you remember that you've ever heard? Oh, oh um, um, why why do dogs why do dogs lick themselves? I don't know because they can. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, I am a child. <laughs> uh, I love it. So, for your mental health, Allison. On a daily basis, what are three things you do to keep your mental health in check? That's a great question. Um, three things. Water all day. That's a, I guess that's not really for my mental health. That's more for my physical health. But I know that, yeah, I don't know. Water all day. <laughs> um, I journal every morning and I've been doing that actively for five years now, I think. Um, affirmations, writing affirmations or um, gratitudes every day every day. And I try to, I'm getting better at, but I'm trying to, um, pray every day as well. Yeah. You know, it does. Like I, I pray to, you know, I don't believe I was raised a Catholic and stuff myself, but you know, after going to NA and, but there is a power greater than yourself out there. I believe, you know, whether it's God or whoever you want to believe in or, you know, aliens or whatever, but there definitely is a power greater than us out there. And it keeps me going every day. So. Oh, me too. Me too. I love that you said, the affirmations. Yeah. It's a it's a great way to start your day. You know, are huge. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Tell like journaling, writing down those affirmations. Hundred <laughs> percent. Make them, and you know, it's one thing to like say in your head, which also is great if you can do that throughout the throughout the day as well. But starting your day off by writing them out kind of puts it into uh, like a physical existence where you can see it, you know, and, and you're doing the the um, the motion of it, like uh, the writing actually of it, and yeah, I I love it. <laughs> sets the day up for success most definitely it's no definitely sets the day up for success and sets you off on the right note just getting that shit off your chest or your out of your head you know whether it be good thoughts bad thoughts you know it's nice to get those bad thoughts onto paper or tell someone about them and stuff like that or you know write a blog or I like writing and telling people about my experiences you know with ADHD lately and it's definitely helped me get through some tough times and just talking about what it's like to live with someone with ADHD. You know, I'm learning about that too, like what my partner must be thinking or going through because she's the one that has to live with someone that has ADHD and 
I don't even like to say I suffer from it. You know, I just live day by day with it and it's part yeah, of me now. Totally. I am um, one thing just to touch on what you said about um, writing down like the negative thoughts. I did that for um, like my first journal because when I was seeing a counselor and I was younger, they were um, they said, you know, get it out. You know, you got to get the get the negative out of you because then it doesn't like loiter in your head. But then what I found, like when I would go through my old journals, like years later, I would be reading them, all this depressing shit. <laughs> and um, I would elicit those same emotions that I had when I had originally wrote out those bad feelings years prior when I re- when I would read it again. So I was like, oh, my God, I can't be doing this shit to myself. <laughs> so what I do now is um, if I have negative stuff going on and I want to write about it, um, I burn it after like light that page on fire so that it is gone and you know it got out of me and then it's also doesn't exist anymore or if i've got a story that i'm really stuck on then i turn it into a tune like turn it into a song um and that's you know therapeutic as well right you must find that that helps you yeah there there's therapeutic value in writing music i've heard lots of like lots of musicians and friends that are musicians say that that's how they tell their story and stuff like that and it's just a nice way to get it out of your system like you said yeah too. in a creative way right it's... no most definitely it's a very creative way so you've been creating hip-hop songs you've been yeah saying, eh? i had a um full album that i was gonna get ready to release pre pre-vid pre-covid and um i was gonna start performing when i was in vancouver and then you know everything got shut down the world went shit so um i started doing the podcast because i'm like i got i have to perform in some way like I got to get that out of me and um so I just started releasing um singles so I have two singles out now and um my third one is coming out shortly with a music video and that is actually called addict as well about um being addicted oh nice and how did that song Um, come about I used to drink like a ton a ton it affected a really amazing relationship that I had and uh you know I I just wrote the song because I felt like I had to pick one. I either had to pick um, my relationship and my partner and myself, you know, choose choose me or choose the bottle. So um, so I just put that into a tune and um, I'm really proud of it. It's, um, yeah, Addict. Coming out soon is my very first music video. And that one's out now? No, it's coming out. It's um, going to be my very first music video as well, this third single. So Hopefully it'll um, touch the hearts of people, especially now because everyone, at least in Ontario, is locked down and, you know, everyone, the tendencies um, to lean towards things like that now are a little heavier in, you know, to put it lightly (laughs) than um, any other time. So I think, you know, if uh, one person sees the music video or hears my story and, you know, it resonates with them and gives them the 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 push and the hope that they need to to change and to set the glass down and pick up a new hobby then you know that's all i could ever ask for <laughs> that's amazing yeah it's exactly what i do with my podcast and this type of thing that i'm doing as well you know if i can just change one person's life or touch one person's life with a uh, an episode or the the episodes that i've been putting out it's that's all that matters to me you know i do this as a passion project i'm not here to try and make any money off it I work a full-time job outside of my podcast and do this on the side as a, you know, as a fun passion project. You know, I'm just passionate about it and everyone I interview and stuff like that. And where can people find you and your show and 
you know, you and your follow your journey on social media and stuff like that because everyone's on yeah, there these days. Um, Instagram is probably the best place. Um, and my handle is at Blue Is Beautiful Podcast. I'll probably be posting about my ducks there soon, <laughs> as well as my uh, uh, my uh, single that's coming out. Um, and my personal page is uh, at Ellison Daz, E-L-L-O-C-I-N-D-A-Z, ladies and gents. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, guys, go give her a follow over on Instagram. That seems to be where she's most active. You know, go write a review for her show as well. Give her a five-star review. You know, why did you choose blue is beautiful? What what does that mean yeah, to you? Um, blue is my favorite color. And, um, you know, it also is uh, a feeling, right? You, you feel blue. And uh, just like the color, there's all different shades. So, you know, my, my shtick is, you know, your blue is beautiful. Well, no matter what shade you might feel, it's, you know, it's all accepted. It's all loved. And we're all good, no matter what shade you are. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Great, great analogy Thank there. You. you know, and I, I love the different shades. I love what you're doing with your show and just you're f- so full of life and zest. You got lots of life left in you too. And just keep <gasps> doing what you're doing, Allison, because it's it's amazing things. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um I got What is the one most important thing you've learned from your parent you learned from your parents? This one, yeah, this one is kind of um the value of a dollar. Is, was really instilled um, into me at a young age. And I'm glad, very glad for that. I, this is such a, like a plain Jane one, but um, just being um, like the blanket term, I guess would just be like respectful, but more so like a, a sounding board. I love being a sounding board. And I see my, my mom and dad are always um, open-minded, open-hearted, uh, always welcoming, you know, um, listen really well. And I'm really thankful <laughs> to have that um, that I've been able to pull from them. No, and being respectful and are taught that at a young age and the value of a dollar, it's such there's such great value in that though too because you then learn to respect money in a sense and don't go wasting it. You know, later on in life, or I had to learn the hard way though too. Like I'm just learning to the value of money and the importance of it later in life but that was by my own choice you know wasting it on s- stupid things like drugs and alcohol for many years and that was literally where every paycheck went to for so yeah. many years for me so i'm just getting into learning about investing and stuff like that now and i'm glad i'm learning now and so i can pass it on to my kids and stuff totally, like that totally you, you know it doesn't matter what it what age it happens but the fact that it happened is like you know a huge a huge thing to celebrate before I ask that question, what were you about to say oh, there? Oh, I was going to go on a rant. <laughs> I was going to say that um, I haven't finished the episode. Oh, wait. I think I got a couple minutes left. But the episode you had um, with that rapper from Hamilton, um, Bors. Oh, I Bors? loved that episode. I was cleaning while I was listening to it. <laughs> And I was talking out loud back to both of you. You couldn't hear me, but um, I was like, oh, yeah, totally, totally. And I'm like scrubbing the dishes while I'm listening to you guys chat. And I just wanted to say um, that was a solid one. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it that's the second person I've uh, interviewed now with Tourette's. Like, and he he's amazing. Yeah, he sounds like a sick like, dude. Boris is just, he is, he's a, he's a wild man, but he loves skateboarding, you know, hip hop and 
And he, he embraces his Tourette's like every day though, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. He sounds like a, like a, like a sick dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. No, I'll have to, I'll have to put that out there to him and let him know, you know, that you said that. And, you know, I appreciate uh, your feedback. That was, that's very great. I'm very grateful for that, Ellison. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. I loved it. I like asking this one once in a while. If you could choose your last words, what would they be? You guys listening be? can't see me, but I'm literally staring at the ceiling, <laughs> trying to think like what would be a wise thing to say. The first thing that came to my mind, and this is not how I feel at all, but this is just how my fucking brain works. <laughs> right away, it was like, fuck you. I would, say, <laughs> I would say, fuck you. But then I had that conversation in my head like, no, we don't do that anymore because we can, we sit and we we think through through. <laughs> through things oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know this is like I have no idea that my brain there's too many hamsters happening <laughs> right now fair One enough thing. there that's what it would say there's too many hamsters yeah happening. I would say set more traps for the vermin <laughs> boom dead <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh call hey, the exterminator if humans came with <laughs> <laughs> if humans came with a warning label, label Ellison, what would yours oh, say? If humans came, I love this. If humans came with a warning label, what would mine say? Maybe just like a like a what are those things that come at the beginning of movies? Um, like with the rating, like the the thing where it's like warning, your discretion is advised. <laughs> <laughs> It would just say that, like that would be the warning. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting from me today. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Not yet rated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what um, if you were able to speak to a you know a group of youth or graduating teenagers and give them one piece of advice? What would your advice? Give be less today? shits. Um, but not like care less about 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 people and things but like care less about what other people you know think of you be true to yourself and stop worrying about what other people think because it's a waste of time and waste of energy and at the end of the day you just gotta be true to yourself and mosey on because not everyone's gonna like you and that's just kind of how it is and if they don't like you you just gotta be like all right that person doesn't like me move on because there's gonna be 10 more people down the line that fucking love you for exactly who you are I love it. Great piece of advice. And I'd take that any day of the week because for so long, I gave a shit about what people thought of me and stuff yeah. like that. And it, you know, but today I don't give a shit. You know, I post things for me and not for what others want, you know, or what others think I should be posting. I, you know, I don't post stupid nonsense anymore, but I post meaningful stuff. But if you don't like it, you can keep on scrolling. You don't have to like it. Not everyone's going to like what I do. And you know, maybe I'll lose some followers, but hey, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> That's exactly right. Like, I don't like, I don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> like, okay. You, no one's making you, making you uh, listen to me talk. No one's making you look at my shit. No one's making you follow me. So if you don't like it, just like, s what do they do in the t swipe left and Tinder or whatever the fuck? Just pass. Just pass. Pass on me. Okay. I'm going to be okay if you pass. Just pass on me. Yeah. You can block mm -hmm. me too. You don't have to see my stuff block no more. Me. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs>
What's the craziest thing you've done in a car? I don't even know. Or how about that golf cart video? That was fucking hilarious <laughs> the other day. <laughs> Thank you. That was originally uh, context here for you guys listening. I've got a, it's it's like a half golf cart side-by-side buggy that I've got on the farm. And the tires were totally, they were like, they were bald. So we're like, okay, um, let's just like run it into the ground for <laughs> for fun and um so yeah maybe that would have been crazy oh you know what we did in the golf cart the other day um i was chasing one of my ducks clyde because we found out he's blind i bought 12 ducks uh, i don't know and um clyde's blind so he's always lost on the property so we always have to go find this fucking duck and i'm wrangling them with with pool noodles it's a total show and then so we're driving around in the side by side to find clyde the duck and we find clyde um my boyfriend picks him up and, but my boyfriend's driving and then he's like, okay. And I'm like, okay, what? Like you're holding a fucking duck and you're behind the wheel. So <laughs> why are we going to get it back, back to the coop? He goes, oh, well you just drive and I'll, you know, I'll do the gas. I'm like, okay. Like, so here he is holding a fucking duck on his lap. And I'm like doing one of these, like with my left hand on the steering wheel. And then I've got my, my phone in the other hand filming it. Cause you know, safety first. <laughs> and we're just ripping around the property doing that. And of course he will like hit the gas and the brake, like, you know, against, against my will and my choosing, but while holding this duck, like in my face while we're driving, that's probably the craziest thing I've done driving with a duck without controlling Breaks her. <laughs> well, my it. boyfriend's trying to make a duck Driving shit on with me. A like, duck. sick man. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice boyfriend. Yeah, he's a solid. He's a solid dude. <laughs> That's true love, boys and girls. <laughs> well, be- if your partner's sure, not trying, if your love. partner's that- not out there trying to get a duck to shit on you while you drive, then you got to get the fuck out of that, re- <laughs> that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we go here, Allison. You know, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show today. And it was an amazing chat with you, a fellow ADHDer. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. Yeah, no problem. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And again, go follow the Blue is Beautiful podcast, guys. Go give it a follow, subscribe, go over to her Instagram and follow Ellison Dawes as well if you'd like. But if you want to follow our shenanigans, it's mostly on uh, the Blue is Beautiful podcast. Yeah, I'll be posting some videos of my ducks soon, too. So if you, if you like ducks, let me, <laughs> you know, I'll be over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a great rest yeah, of your day, Yeah, thank Allison. you so much. Thanks. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys. You know, head over, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, wherever the hell you listen to your podcasts. And click that subscribe button to the From the Depths of Darkness to the Light of Success. And also go subscribe to Ellison's podcast, Blue is Beautiful. You know, thank you so much, Ellison, for coming on the show today. I had many, many great laughs, and I hope you all did too. My belly is aching. Now, a little bit about next next episode's guest, Elijah Roberts, former Kitchener Ranger, Niagara Ice Dog, and now he's over at Ryerson University you know, studying sports broadcasting and sports media and stuff. And he brings a big punch to the table here. He's also one of the hosts of the Souls on Ice podcast. They deliver some amazing content, and you won't want to miss this episode with Elijah Roberts, guys. So stay tuned till the next episode. Have a great day.